We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome you to Lights Out, episode 25, powered by our friends at Metafy, and this is one that will go down in the history books because we are giving you what you've all been asking for since episode number one. Not talking about Cola's black ass. We did that already. I'm talking about the collab with Tweak Talks because we have Haz and Tweak in the building and they will be joining us momentarily. It's going to be a spectacle. But before I even start that, before I even bring them in, I got to ask Light how he's feeling. I see him gyrating up there, dancing and prancing and just feeling good. Talk to me, brother. What's up? <laughs> Bonjour, nigga. How's it going? Please. I'm feeling good. <laughs> I thought we were off to a good start. We oh, man. I'm feeling good. It's been, I, I just got back from a drive home and, you know, I'm feeling, feeling a little too good, you know? How are you okay. feeling, Phil? I am feeling fantastic. I hope what you're sipping in that cup ain't what Bobby was on, because we know how that ended. And <laughs> they we call uh, me Paris Light Boss. Thank you, Has. <laughs> <laughs> we will cover that uh, momentarily. I do promise you that. Now, some of you are probably wondering, oh, we're getting the Tweak Toss collab, but where's Cosmos? Well, we all kind of agreed. And this is like a hazmat and tweak rule. You know, there's only so much uh, color we can have on the podcast. I was thinking that's, the same thing. Exactly. That's why Marcus is sitting out on their side and Cosmos is sitting out on our side. That's just the way we decided to blend it. It made a lot of sense. And I, I agreed with them. I want to make my guests feel as comfortable as possible. So uh, I think you know where we're headed. But uh, with that said, I do want to kick off this thing real quick. Just a quick advertisement. Don't get mad at me, chat. Don't get mad at me. But you should get active because Lights Out and Stride are teaming up together. And you're probably like, well, EE, what the heck are you doing? You just started the episode. Shut up, gyms. Join the Discord and click the channels and roles on the left side. Then click browse channels at the top. And you can find the podcast Q&A category to ask questions to not only Lights Out, but Tweak Talks as well, or Coach's Corner for you nerds out there. Sometimes you might have to wait 10 minutes before you see the channel, but once you see it, you'll know you are about to get blessed. All right, we got some big things coming with Strides. So just wanted to give them a shout out real quick. And I think it's time I give a shout to our guests. Tweak it has, it's time to join. Hold on, let me add them in the Discord. Oh, I just added myself. Isn't there an everyone option? The heck is oh, this no, man. It's not often we have white people in here. Oh, 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 oh there's one oh, of them. Oh, oh, oh. 
It's like a Pikmin. I know. Okay, has up, Jim's. What the heck? Bonjour, Jim. Bonjour, Jim. What's <laughs> up? What's what good? Is... Oh, what's up? Should we should we turn our cameras on? Yeah, you probably so, should turn your. Camera. I'm so offended that tweaks like picture is a shy guy, but it's not the black shy guy. What? Why would it need the? <laughs> Wait, is the black shy guy? The black shy guy. Yeah. Everyone knows about the black shy. Oh, guy. you're talking about the boss one. Ah, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. There's the boss one. There's the boss one. All right, there's. Hey, there it is. My, look at my friends looking all good. Look at my friends looking Clean all your good. room. I mean, hey, how's it going? <laughs> no, you're not talking to me. What up? What up? It's, it's, actually, pretty, it's actually pretty clean. It's Don't all, let them bully you, too, all right. okay? Don't let them bully you. Phil, well, I fucking heard what you said on our podcast, you asshole. What did you're I like, say? I'm only, I'm only hopping on if Haz is in here. Fuck you. Now I'm here. Oh, were you, you not on that episode? He was not. No, no, no. I was, I was flying to uh, Paris. Oh man! Well, welcome to so the, mad. I literally turned the episode out. off. I was I downloaded the episode of Tweak Talks to listen to uh, while I was traveling to Paris, or when I was going to walk or some shit. I, I heard that. I was like, "All right, I'm out. I'm not giving this guy any listens." I hope that episode tanks. Was, are you sober? It was a good episode. Me? I mean, are you happy to be here? Wait, wait, what? Why, <laughs> why are we doing all these what these hell? interrogations? I know we're live on Twitch, <laughs> but I promise you, this ain't Everclear. It's just water. <laughs> Promise. I thought it was a bottle, bottle of wine. Just taking a sippy. Just oh, taking man. a sippy. Well, I want to, I want to, I want to get into how you guys are doing because I know all three of you were at Terror. It was an awesome event to watch. We had a lot of fun. Um, but what was your experience over there? I mean, I've been to France before, and great community, terrible food, and the streets smell like pee a lot of times. But other than that, I mean, yeah. it's pretty good. So, how was your experience? Let's start with Tweet <laughs> while he collects himself. He's falling oh, out of his chair. Oh, man. How were the snack wraps? Uh, for me, the jet lag was just difficult. I got there mad early, and I still just never adjusted. But uh, I think we had a good time. Uh, I was really tempted to just, like, because I was, like, sitting next to Gluto a bunch, and I just... I just wanted to tell him, like, bro, you talked all this shit. And it's, like, low-key not better. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, France? Bro, yeah. I had a great time. Y'all were too busy eating McDonald's. I don't understand. Those you ate McDonald's. Yeah, I had yeah. one time at 2 in the morning. I had one time at 2 in the morning. That's loud. That's loud. Everyone gets one. All right? I had, I had like, six. You had so <laughs> many crap, bro. <laughs> Double digits, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I think what Tweak said is the censored version of how I feel about France. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I had a pretty solid time overall. It was a pretty eventful weekend. But I got to say, um, you're pretty spot on, Phil. It's almost like you were there. Definitely uh, smelled pissy, you know? <laughs> it definitely smelled pissy. And definitely was not my cup of tea. I was also me and tweak were together a good amount this week and i complained a good amount about the jet lag too just because i've never traveled that far before but like combined with that um the venue had a very interesting uh musk mm. <laughs> and, it, and yeah. uh that was a pretty that was pretty affecting on me but well, yeah. it was like a thousand degrees in the venue was another thing i'm sure everyone saw that on twitter this weekend and gamer gamer stench is uh, a universal global thing it turns out so damn did uh, it really it, smell like was it that was it bad bad i mean it was just a, it was a hot venue with gamers in it bro like i don't know what you expect it didn't smell good <laughs> What do you think? Yeah, yeah your cover-ups uh, are so good because the word I would use for that is potent. That, yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways. Punk, bro. 
I'll say this though, the fans, um, and what I mean by the fans, not the cheering, uh, the cheering was toxic. I don't give a fuck. We could talk more about that later, but the fans themselves, like the amount of people who walked up to me that weekend, I'm sure it happened to you too, tweak. It was actually like overwhelming, like way more pictures than I've ever took compared to SmashCon. Just yeah, like, that's right. not, not has. That's right. Yep. Has, <laughs> no, definitely not. You're a bad I, I had so more. I had so many, actually. It was amazing. More than Paris. Not as many as, uh, as, uh Tweak, though. I'll admit it. Sure, sure. Okay, well, okay. So you, you, you mentioned the pictures. Tweak, at what point were you ready to tell people to just fuck off? You know, I, I mean, you, I don't say no to people. He doesn't. He's trying so hard. No, yeah, he's right, though. That's how we got I'm him not, on the show. Cause, no, because Paris was pissed. Tell like, the truth, you got to put me on the spot. No. no. <laughs> he kept no. turning to me and like and like he's like bro like this shit is not stopping but i don't say no to people okay so fun fact i actually did not say no once this weekend i told myself i might not be here for a long time so i'm gonna say yes even if i'm annoyed but there was definitely this one interaction that i literally looked at tweak and i was like if one more fucking person walks up to me and asks for a picture and as if someone did that they were like hey like i get a picture and i turned around and i was like sure yeah <laughs> You got to do it. They were so excited. They were legitimately so excited to see you guys because I think some of them truly thought uh, this is never going to fucking happen. Like, I'm never going to meet White. I'm never yeah. going to meet Tweak. I'm never going to meet Hazmat. You know, the big three, obviously. <laughs> the big three. The big, the three. big three. Yeah. yeah as, sure. as, like, as they were calling us, uh, Grande Trois, you know, that's what they were saying all weekend. It was it was so annoying, right, guys? Signing stuff. My hand still hurts, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> No, but uh, just the fans were, like I said, the fans were amazing in terms of signatures and stuff. I wasn't really annoyed at them. It was more like a combination of, you know, like you're competing. It's hot as hell. I want it was mostly the heat. Yeah, I wanted social distancing at this event, bro. Like I could not handle this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's actually funny? I haven't mentioned this, but um, I do physical therapy for my tendonitis Mm -hmm. and I had a conversation um, with them. And they were trying to recommend me to have a different signature when I sign things. Because I mentioned that I'm, like, signing a lot of stuff throughout the weekend. And they want, like, something, like, faster. Like, just, like, one stroke kind of thing. Um, and I still, week? I still haven't came up with anything. Uh... Yeah, I just like ruined the episode by randomly saying something. <laughs> no, it's just a random fact. I appreciate that. No, I, I, I just I love that. I was you're gonna a say, podcaster, don't don't get don't yeah, overthink it. You're the original like podcaster, a, bro. It sounds like such a like a first world problem type of thing where it's like, yeah, like my hand hurts from signing too many autographs. No, I definitely agree with that. There was a lot of autographs to be signed. Honestly, like I said, it was a crazy amount. I want to talk about the. Uh, uh, about the fans, and uh, I know you guys heard about the rigged brackets. Has you're a hundred percent on board that those yeah. brackets were rigged? I am, yeah. I and I, I said it too. I said it on the mic a thousand times. I, was, I don't know why I was stressing you out. They clearly did this, and also I don't care. Like I truly don't care. First off, it didn't really matter. The only match that was that did happen that they tried to make happen was Bloom versus Zamba, mm-hmm. which was in losers anyway. Yep. And it happened the way we thought it would because that matchup is terrible, and Bloom's very good. Yep. Um. I don't I don't care really I don't uh I think that it happens in pretty much every venue every major that ever happens maybe maybe not that outstanding yeah. but it does it does definitely happen and it's like oh this hidden hero like this hidden 
boss suddenly beat like a top 20 player. How did that happen? And the matchup's like really good. And they, their practice partner plays against that character all the time. This shit happens. I, I don't really care if, that, if that's, well, I also didn't compete. So I guess it's a little easier for me to, to say, Yeah, but, but uh, from the standpoint, it, it, whatever, it all worked out. And the other thing is you could rig the bracket all you want. It didn't matter for a lot of them. Cause a lot of the setup matches or like dream matchups they wanted didn't even happen. Cause like, like Lugie got upset very early um, was a big one. And actually Zaba got upset before he played against, um, before he played against Bloom too. So, and I think, I don't know what happened to yours. Oh, yours was Lugie, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was very interesting too. Did he because lose to a Steve or something? Big Chungus, the goat, the Let's best go. Steve in the world, baby. So the thing that was interesting about Lugie is that I was actually pretty ready for him. I wasn't really scared at all. Yeah. I did play a friendly with him the day before the bracket started because I was just curious, you know? I, I want to know what the, all the talk was, and I asked him if he wanted to play a single game. And he was pretty good, but I won the game, and it honestly made me realize... I, I could learn a lot about a person in one game, and it made me feel like I knew what I needed to know going into the bracket. It made me a lot less nervous. I also played against the Wario that beat Zomba. I mean, yeah, that beat Zomba. He was pretty good, too. I I beat him, too. Great but, uh, very yeah, good but he's, def- he's definitely a solid player, and I'm pretty sure he's, like, young, too. Is he's like a Gluto prodigy basically, except he picked up Wario or picked up uh, Steve. So yeah, a little bit. Gluto told me a lot about him while we were in Hawaii, actually. So oh, so yeah. you you've been known about him. He, it's not like a recent thing. Yeah, but he plays a lot more Steve nowadays, so it like makes Gluto sad. He plays <laughs> Wario like a, he plays Wario like a crackhead though. I'm not gonna lie. He like, yeah, he plays it like very weird. Um, I was gonna say though, I think uh. The bracket rigging, in a sense, didn't matter too much to me once I started the bracket. Like, it, effect, it really bothered me before going to the bracket, but once the bracket started, it didn't bother me. Because when I noticed that it was me, Tweak, and Zomba that went to this event, I had such an ego. I was like, I was like, hold up, this is... This is top three in America, bro. Like I have, like we're we're not gonna lose to you guys. Like you got like my mindset was like it was yeah. negative two matchups, but I'm like we're so much better than you guys. I'm not, mm, and they're okay. probably not gonna say that, but I'm gonna say I'm just like we're better, bro. Like I mean, gluttony. I'm I'm used to losing a warrior. I hate warrior. That's the bane of my existence. But like I I didn't think I was gonna lose to their average player. You know, like Bloom yeah. was fantastic. Um, I wish I did get to fight Lugi, but I really wasn't scared, and I can confidently say that I did not break a sweat until Bloom. And once I adapted to what Bloom was doing to me, I was, like, pretty confident. Like, I wasn't really stressed about it. I, I wasn't stressed until I fought Tweak, honestly. Damn. That was my other main point, was they have to, first they have to get to you, which didn't happen in a lot of cases. Then they have to beat you anyway. And it's like, all right. And the thing is, is everyone sees the brackets ahead of time. And I know, I'm pretty sure you were practicing against Steve, right? Tweak, because that was one of your projected matches that was coming up. Yeah, I was um like studying all for all my opponents, like watching some of their recent matches and um just playing a lot of Smash as well. Um, I don't I still don't and not convinced it was rigged though. No, you know why? You know why? I know why he thinks that though. Okay, let's hear it. And I thought about this too because Zomba pull up the seating. Hold on, pull up the seating. Hold on, bro. You know why Tweak doesn't think this is rigged? Because Tweak's bracket was fine. You ever think about why Tweak's bracket was fine? Because they love him. They love Tweak. Yeah, Tweak was top two. Glutzy was top two, bro. You, no one hates you, bro. I realized it when we were playing and everyone was cheering Tweak. I was like, 
I'm not used to that. They're usually cheering for me versus Tweet. Yeah. What's going? On? I was like, I was like, what's going on here, bro? And I, I looked around. I was like, oh, I'm in France. Right, what am I, I doing here? So, so Tweet, you're telling me that Lugie should have been the 14th seed of that tournament. You think that's legit? I didn't look at like the actual. Like I looked at the projected bracket, but for me, one, I didn't think my bracket was like, like crazy difficult. So I didn't think it was rigged. Okay, I know what Paris is saying, but. <laughs> I also thought, I also thought some of some of Gluto's projected bracket was hard too, though. So Who did he have to fight? He was projected to fight Yoshidora, and I thought that was a pretty tough role. No, but they already had Rafalo against Yoshidora before that. They knew he was safe. Yeah, that's a tough match for, yep, uh, for Yoshi. Yep. Yo, Rafalo shouts to him because honestly, <laughs> he's actually pretty impressive. Like, I like the way that he plays Palutena. And I got to experience it in Losers Top 8. And I, I thought he was actually really good. I thought him and Bloom were like, they had so much potential, you know? Yeah. Do you think Rafa that potential would, would, would be more utilized in America? 100%. Because they're just better? 100%. <laughs> more consistent, higher level practice, yeah. I mean, yeah. But probably not probably not right now, though. Because, you know, America, we've been in like our complaining phase about, you know, lack of events, all the opportunities we lost. And other countries, meanwhile, have just been they've been they've been still doing their thing, you know? Like that's why Japan, you know, they're so grindy regardless of everything. So it's like yeah, Paulo, Paulo Yoshi is really, really bad. Yeah, it is. It looked really impossible, bad. even though obviously I think Yoshidor is a better better player than Raflo, but not by enough where that minus two wouldn't matter. Um yeah, Tweak's like, well, I'm like France's second son here. Everyone loves me over there. I don't know what you guys are talking about. The brackets were rigged. You got two he two fighting game characters as a Diddy man. Yeah. You got Ryu, Ryu, Ryu and Andres. <laughs> and, but I and, wasn't projected to play those people. Yeah, but they knew. Come on, man. Yeah, they, they always know, bro. Honestly, I was so happy for you, though. I think I was watching you versus Andreas, and I was sitting next to Hazmat, and I was like, they gave him the Shotos? And I thought about it for five seconds, and I was like... Well, they didn't give me the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you got it, Tweak. <laughs> you clear it out. I'll handle it. I'll yeah, handle bro. It. Tweak, I yeah. think you're just like, you're just such a fan favorite. Even if they don't intentionally do it, like in the back of their mind, like, we got to make sure our guy is, is taken care of coming over here because they probably want you to come back. Wasn't that your first time in France? Yeah. Of course they're going to want your ass to come back. That was back. both of our first time Ooh. in Europe. Ooh. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Eh, they don't care about light like that. They don't, they don't not care. at all, bro. They Let's do not give a fuck. It about was me. it was crazy that, and it's a great comparison between the two of you because you know Paris plays the fast side of Fox, more of a, a fan favorite over here. But dude, that was not the case in in France. They, bro, the only person they rooted for louder, and I said this on Tweet Talks, was Gluto, and it was still pretty fucking close to be honest with you. Like I, I was surprised. Like the in Grands, it was probably like seventy thirty Gluto Tweak. For cheering, which I still think is ridiculous considering it's Gluto after getting ranked like not even top 10, like a huge tournament for him in his backyard, like all this stuff. And there were still people cheering for for Gavin quite a bit. It's I'm weird, okay. by the way. I, I could never not see Gluto as top 10. Uh, dude, I know. Yeah, it was. That's why they also yeah. prepare Yoshidora. He was top 10. <laughs> Hold this minus two, Jim. That's why they put him in the bracket together. They want to prove a point. Mm-hmm. See, there's a reason to all of this. You just gotta look for it. I They're don't smart. think it was rigged. I'm uh, gonna uh, stand uh, on uh, it. Okay, Ryu and Ken. I Ken think Tweak. I think Tweak is real for standing ten toes down on that, and and I will. We can leave the bracket rigged or not rigged combo there because I want to talk about the actual bracket, and I want to talk about Tweak versus Light. Which at one point I said, man. 
this might be the greatest rivalry that we've had in Smash in a while. Like these two yeah. are just such fan favorite and hard hitting and entertaining players. But I can't remember the last time you actually beat them, Light. So I'm starting to think it's more, more of a, a <laughs> clinic on Tweak. Tweak, would you care to comment on your recent streak of wins against Light? Yeah, go ahead, pussy. All right. All right. <laughs> I think. I think the one at Terra wasn't legitimate. Like, as I don't think it was as legitimate as the two before. Oh wait, do you mean like about how hard you beat me? Yeah, I think Collision and Battle of BC was a well-deserved victory on my end. But I think Terra, I like bullshitted. But like, I think it's very funny that you think that way because I am on the opposite part completely. Because when I played you at Collision and I played you at Battle of BC, I didn't really expect to win. And that's because like I did not have I the confidence. You said that. Yeah, I, I said that to you like when those sets happen. Like, I didn't have the confidence because I was at a point... I just had a lot of life stuff going on. I took a step back from the game, and I wasn't playing. And to beat you, I mean, I'm. it's usually at my best, you know? It's usually last hit. Genesis was last hit. And, like, Level Up Expo, we had... We traded sets there, you know? So, beating... So, like, when I was, like, going against you... I Bro, go, like, running into you so often after Level Up Expo, I thought that was just such bad luck for me. Because I was like, dude, I can top player my way through so many people. Because, like, even if I don't play this game, I'm just better than people. I was like, I'm not... I can't do that versus Tweak. And then when I fought you at Terra, I've been playing this game a lot lately. And the set was really good. I honestly feel like the set was mine to take if I just controlled my greed a little. Because you're really good at taking advantage of when people get greedy. That's how you... That's just literally the essence of you. And... When I lost to you, I was just like, like, that sucks. But like, that's how that should be. Like, that's how close these sets should be to me. Because that's how they are even when I win. Yeah, it, it was a uh, it was still like fun. But I just I just felt pretty lucky, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I think that matchup just stresses you out. <laughs> well, yeah, that matchup sucks. <laughs> No, I definitely get that. I, I'm not on this podcast to say this. This is the wrong podcast to complain about. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you can listen. You can complain about anything you want. Okay. Oh man. Bro, Diddy Kong versus Fox is so fucking bad. Dude, can you explain why? Because Paris, he he asked me that. He's like, so you think Diddy Fox is losing for Diddy? I was like, yeah, slightly. You know, like whatever. And he goes, why? And I was like, oh, it just looks really hard. I don't know. I don't play those gym characters. You know? Can you explain? Well, can you explain why it looks like? Okay, so here's just, like, my observation is, did he feel, it feels like he gets ran over, like, quite a bit. Like, the pressure on top of him is really, really hard for him to deal with. Like, get-off-me options are few and far between, except for, like, uh, First off, the thing I'm mad at Paris the most for is actually not Diddy Fox. It's when he starts saying Sephiroth Fox is not that bad. Negative one. Oh, God. It's negative negative one. (laughs) We'll be playing friendlies. And, like, my Sephiroth will win, like, one game, and he'll be like, bro, you really think it's that bad? And I'm just like, please uh, stop. Please stop. Uh, and that, But, okay, for Diddy Fox, I think a lot of uh, Diddy, Diddy's intricacies and disadvantage and uh, stuff like that, I think Fox, not only does he <clears throat> not care about it, he usually a lot of his advantage state, like, beats, like, all of it at once. You, you know what I mean? Talk to like, him. Um, like Fox's general ledge trapping will cover like dealing with a banana and a monkey flip and all the lead, like all it'll be everything at once. 
So, like, sometimes it's just overwhelming, and obviously his damage output is ridiculous. Like, when I'm above Fox, like, it doesn't matter if I do a popgun cancel or if I monkey flip to the other side of the screen. He's going to beat my ass. Like, that that's what I think. Um, I think it's just overwhelming. And, uh, obviously damn, why, how do you lose that shit? Do you think it's negative one or two? <laughs> I think um, the way I like to word it is I like to call it Diddy's worst normal matchup. Okay. Um, so, like, Amazing. it's not like Pac-Man or Duck Hunt, but it's, like, right after that. So I do think it's minus two. <laughs> okay, so we're, I'm going to start off by saying at the lower level and at the mid-level, I think this is a negative, like, four matchup for Diddy Kong. I think Diddy <laughs> Kongs don't have, like, the brain to, like, just see a fox running at them with dash tag and they just don't know what they're doing, you know? But I think um, at the top level, it is negative one at worst. And the reason I think that is because what defines a negative matchup in my mind is your character is not allowed to play the game the way that they're used to being like able to play the game. And I think that's pretty strong for Diddy Kong in the sense that he can't pull out Banana and Banana. His entire game plan revolves around Banana, right? That's why I think the matchup is losing for Diddy Kong. However... I think when you see me and Tweak play, you see very um, you see very often that if you use your normals in a certain type of way that you are able to fend me off. And Diddy yeah. Kong does have the proper edge guarding and let's trapping to like actually deal with Fox's recovery. So that's why I do think it's negative one. You do get smothered, but I think you get smothered mainly when you try to pull out banana too preemptively, which yeah, is why I, uh... I think it's negative two. It took me a while, but I feel like I do have like the, the edge guarding. Yeah down enough to be able to win matches because I think a lot of Diddy Kong players they've like they've like studied and practiced their ledge trapping so much that I feel like sometimes they don't even try to kill Fox but like a lot of the time like my ratio of like ledge trap to edge guard is like completely different than my normal matchups like and that's the same thing like a lot of players will like I feel like they'll expect me to pull banana when you're off stage and I'm like nope I'm just gonna like try to kill you like I always tell Diddy Kong players, I'm like, bro, I'm just foaming out the mouth to kill him every time I hit him. Like, like <laughs> I don't care about banana. I don't care about like if I get an opportunity, I'm going to try to like back air you down air you off stage, like until you're dead. Like, yeah. and I think uh, a conversation we have all the time is a lot of the time when I when I play you at a tournament the my next set afterwards, I like play terrible because I have like such a way of playing against you that I can't like adjust afterwards. And I'm trying to get better with that, but um, yeah, it's like there's 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 nothing like uh, like playing against light when it comes to my perspective. I'm sure other top players can maybe say the same thing, but when the matchup's difficult as well, it's like like in terms of like my notes, like light the notes I have for light and fox are the longest out of any player in the world. So uh, appreciate see, that. Yeah. See that light? Look at the respect. <clears throat> it is a compliment for Look sure. Look at the respect that you garner. Hey man, I just happen to be—I just happen to be top two in America for a reason, you know. You are top two, but I think uh, Tweak's number one. Tweak's getting yeah, Tweak's getting the W. I mean, so he beat—he beat your ass. We already discussed that, but uh, thanks a lot. Also, no, <laughs> did we bring that up yet? Also, no. check out Spargo. Hold on, I got—I got to hear how you beat Spargo because I—I feel I, there was once upon a time, Tweak, where I invited you to a tournament and you asked me specifically, is Spargo going? I was like, what is that, Mary? He's like, I just want to play him. I just, I'm going, anything Spargo goes to, I'll be at. So it seems like you are definitely dedicated to being able to prove that you can handle business against Spargo, which you did in a game five crazy comeback. How did you do it, Slim Reaper? How did you overcome 
the literal android of Smash Ultimate. Yeah, he, it does feel like an android a little bit. Um, it's cracked. Yeah, I think the reason I want to play him so bad is not only do we we go back and forth. Um, it's also um, I talk about this on the show a lot, and I actually think it's good the questions you're asking me because I actually didn't talk about my bracket run specifically that much uh, on our podcast. Uh, Tweet talks every Tuesday. Yeah, well. Wednesday well, morning. Oh, they record yeah. Tuesday, but release Wednesday. Sorry. <laughs> Real fan. You knew when we record. That's how yeah, that's that, how much of a fan you are. That's even more impressive. But um <laughs> I always talk about how I like Spargo's always waiting for someone in like winter semis, winners finals. And I just want to make sure I get to him, but I don't always get to him. So it always feels like such a great opportunity when we're actually when I actually make it to him. Um and yeah, I also you know, I, in my brain, you know, I want to play like Spargo and Aquila because they're the best. Um, and I just, I hate when I like miss an opportunity to. Um, but I also like, you know, if we're talking like second amount of notes, it's it's light and then Spargo. So I just thought I had a lot to be prepared for. I also watched Aaron versus Spargo. So I had a little bit of extra stuff. I talked with Aaron. Um and I tried to take a little bit of what he did, but um, by the end of it, I feel like I just went with my own gameplay um, to finish it out. But I and I also think uh, that matchup is low key, not that hard, not that easy for Diddy. Like on paper, usually he does so well versus all the swords, but some of the faster sword characters I have a hard time with. So it feels like a really even matchup versus like someone who's potentially the best in the world. Um, yeah, and I also lost at Collision, which sucked to lose, like, in my own region. Um, but that that one also, I felt like I got lucky. I'm not going to lie. Dang! Uh, it's, just, it's just close, so you feel that way. Yeah. yeah. It, the thing I'll say, the thing I loved about the Spargo set is you dropped that confirm on the center platform the first time you went for it. And then to close up the set, you hit it with the little charge at the end too so it's like not only did you miss it the first time but you went for it again when the game was on the line and you hit it and the one against light too was the the clutch game one is what i thought of because it was amazing oh my god especially especially when light is playing that well and that fast to keep up with him it feels fucking impossible for like any opponents uh and when you were trying to fight from that position it felt like all right game one's over like whatever you just like you just won like it just came out of nowhere it was ridiculous i actually have and i'll send you guys these files too um live crowd reactions of uh, most of that set and a couple other sets too because the crowd obviously in in paris was insane so i'll make sure i'll send that i don't know if you guys do bonus content or the scary thing about spargo is he plays a character like that's fast but not like like fox fast but when i'm playing though like light and spargo they're like both like just the fastest players in the world. So it's just ridiculous to deal with. Um, that's another matchup where finding out when to pull banana and how to use it is difficult as well. Cause there's, they're so overwhelming and you want to make the most of the, your opportunities, but it's hard to, it's hard to tell if it should be with your normals or with banana. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad I, I closed it out. I was surprised he ran it back to hollow bastion. Cause I actually really love that stage. Um, but I don't think Spargo's much of a stage guy. I'm not really much of a nah. stage guy either. 
I mean, uh, su- surprisingly, a lot of people, like the, the best players in the world, really don't care what stage you go to most of the time. Like, there's like the glaring stuff, like, like you know, they don't want to fight Mario on Battlefield or something yeah. like that. But um, a lot of the time, like, if it if it doesn't feel like they're like super giving themselves a weakness, they'll probably go wherever, even if they lost on that stage and that set. Yeah, I was a little surprised at at going back to Hollow Game Five, but you know, in the games I was losing, it felt like I was kind of just getting bodied. So maybe I'm overthinking it. But but yeah, I, I was glad to get a W on Spargo. I think I've lost the last couple times and all that. So, um, well, fun fact: I so- actually was going to go DK after going down two one. I'm not kidding. And DK is crazy, I believe bro. You. Yeah, Paris knows about the DK. You think he knows about up there? I think, is it Marcus and I who both separately said that it's your best character and then we both said it together? Was that, is that how that worked? Probably. Marcus has been saying it since Ultimate came out. It's (laughs) unreal. Everyone thinks they're good at the DK matchup and they play your DK and they get two stocked. It's like, what the fuck? Wait, what? Man, I wouldn't want to fight that DK, bro. Keep me at the Diddy Kong. I think it's mean. I was going to say, though, you should definitely have more confidence. I feel like you say that now, like you feel like you got lucky. But I feel like if you could see yourself at that moment, like when you pop off and you won, if you could see your own face, it's definitely like, a, and I know you can't say it, so I'll say it for you. It's definitely like that I'm that nigga face. <laughs> like, Tweak, you, you like, kind of are that nigga, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm not, bro, I remember. <laughs> bro, I remember when, because uh, I had to play after you. I had to fight Raph, uh, yeah, Raflo. Uh, you walked off stage after you popped off and me and you walked by each other and you gave me like the, you know, you gave me like the, that as we walked by each other and I looked, I looked, I looked back. I was like, dad, I was like, <laughs> I was like this guy is, this guy is emitting big dick energy right now, bro. You just felt like you were so confident. So I think you say you're lucky now, but like when you win those, you know, you deserved it, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And I, I, think, I appreciate yeah. that. It's it, God. No, it's was, funny. Cause, uh, in my family, I was always uh, considered like not as competitive, like more chill, like compared to my brother and my dad, because they're like, this isn't my podcast, so they'll never see this. But they're like ragers and they're like super competitive, um, like their whole lives, like big on sports, like like my brother would like break records in high school, like play like every sport at the same time, like. My dad was like a ridiculous athlete without even trying, like all this stuff. And I was good at stuff. Like I did basketball. I I, I was big on running and all that. And and like I'm pretty athletic, but I like never found something that I super cared about. So like I feel like it low-key disappointed my dad. But uh when I play Smash and like I let out those crazy emotions, I'm like, what the fuck? It, it, like I guess I actually am like my dad and my brother, you know what oh, I yeah. And then over the years, I realized I'm like, dude, I might be worse than them with this stuff. Like, I, I might, I might have like even more fire than them. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that was like always a, a weird realization. Like, those moments are always interesting to me because it feels like I'm making up for lost time where I didn't know what I was going to do with my with my life. You know? Yeah. No, I think I you're. I think you're getting to that point where you realize, you know what? I don't. I didn't get lucky. He got got. Okay, that's what it comes down to. You beat him yeah. so bad. I think I think Spargo might have deactivated his Twitter again, which is the perfect time to go ahead and give a shout to our segue. Better help. This could be exactly what Spargo needs to get that mentality back on track. Now, let me tell you something about better call help. Okay, 
This episode of Lights Out is actually brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp, reminding you to give online therapy a try at BetterHelp.com slash Lights Out, baby. It's the best gift you can give yourself. I don't care if you're main DD or your main cloud, whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else. Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward at any time, okay? I'm telling you, therapy is something that's so underappreciated. And the best part about this, guys, it's online, which means it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge if you're not feeling it, okay? Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LightsOut today to get... 10% off your first month. That's more than a cross slash does sometimes. That's betterhelp.com slash lights out. We'll see you there. Yeah. I'm so sorry that you guys had to witness that, but I've been dealing with this for like the past uh, five episodes. I watch the show every week. I forgot. It, I knew it was coming, but I forgot it was coming. You know, I, think I actually really appreciated from Spargo after <laughs> he finals. No, I'm film. trying to make up for the insult. <laughs> no, no. Before you go on, it's like you literally, it's like that ad never happened. You just literally paused the episode in his head. That's, you that's mentally clocked with, out. Uh, with, with Phil's like stuff, like I just move on. Like That's what I've been doing this whole time. You just leave, Except yeah. the one time at the movies where I like actually got mad at him. I know that leaving the Discord call is on the table, like a thousand percent. Like just you're gone. Like your picture's just yeah. not here anymore. But I wanted to to thank Spargo uh, after losers finals he walked off the stage and he like fist bumped me and said good luck and we're like not even close like that so I thought that was really cool uh, and it makes me even more mad that I lost now that I'm thinking about this <laughs> but uh, yeah I, I thought that was cool from him because he's like you know a young kid that yeah. just lost and he's like still has like the the mental energy to do something like that for me. So thank you very much. Cause I don't know if I would do the same. I would just walk past him. <laughs> you look at him more of what Jim. <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, you're like, all still I, NA. I'm just trying to get out as fast oh. as possible, but yeah. France, um, right? Yeah. Get out of France or the tournament. <laughs> what the, <laughs> the venue, the venue, the venue. There we go. There we go. There we go. That makes more sense. Cause getting that France scene is awesome. Sounds like your bracket runs were great. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't want to touch on this if you're not comfortable talking about it, Tweak. But, I mean, obviously, you did get second place to Gluto. Um, and I said I was watching because I was at Nintendo Live this past weekend. But I was I woke up early to watch that top eight because two of my best buds were in it, you two. I was like, I'm going to wake up for this. And I was really happy to see uh, how it went down until – and I like. I want to preface this comment by saying I like Gluto. Very nice guy. I never had – he took out Ken for me at Delfino Mazda. I'm always going to be indebted – to Gluto. Thank you, brother. But the way he won that tournament was some bullshit. Outplayed 95% of game five second set. And then that damn 5%, that waft was everything, bro. I couldn't believe you whiffed and he wafted and that was the tournament. I couldn't believe it. But it happened, Tweak. In that moment, what did it feel like? Why do you preach like you're at a black church? Why do because, you do this? Because when we have white guests, we want them to come back. All right. Anyways. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> it's working. 
<laughs> so it's interesting with with me and Gluto. So Gluto is my favorite player. I've actually been watching him since before I was even going to tournaments. Like when he was really young playing brawl, I was like a big fan. Um, so it's actually weird how all that stuff connects. Um, but I also have a lot of history with Wario. I've been playing Wario pretty much my whole life when uh when I've been playing competitive Smash. Um, uh, and I've played Wario at the same time as Gluto, obviously, because he's been playing Gluto since, since day one. So he's always been my favorite player. We've played a, a bunch of sets in Ultimate in a bunch of different matchups just because I've played a bunch of different characters. We've done the Wario Ditto. We've done uh, Pokemon Trainer, Wolf, uh, Diddy. Um, uh, and I've beaten him with like all of my characters and all that. Um, I think I'm pretty good against Wario. Um, I think something that's interesting about Gluto, kind of like someone like a Spargo or Leo or Light, is like once they get a grasp on something, it's it's like almost impossible to beat them. And I feel like with Gluto, that's the case too. He's beat me the last few times, and it feels like once he gets a handle on something, he gets way too confident, and it's like really, really scary. Yeah. Um, he's also known to be like a, a monster when it comes to adapting or like being like super goaded and friendly. It's like he's like that type of guy. Um, but the interesting thing is I was always the pessimistic Wario player and he's always been like more optimistic, but yeah. we've always like taught and helped each other and talked. Um, and I, and I got a lot um, closer with him in Hawaii cause a lot of the time we were there just for vacation. So we hung out a lot. Um, so I love talking to him about the game. Um, I also just think Wario's like such a difficult character to play. And I think his moveset is amazing. I think he's such a unique character. I just love that character. But it feel, part of it feels like karma, because I actually think my lineup nowadays actually loses to Wario way harder than it ever has in the past. <laughs> so it's like all all my shit saying Wario was like trash is yeah. like coming back to haunt me. Because I think Diddy loses, and I actually think Sephiroth straight up loses too, um, which is uh, pretty funny. But looking back at the set, I, I don't mind that I lost anymore now that I reviewed it because I played I think I played the matchup really poorly um, I think going back to like being so prepared for Spargo and Light it made it really I, I like did like I took a bunch of like extra notes because I feel like I did I played it completely incorrectly I'm glad I still almost won and like there was a couple games where I had some crazy momentum but I still think it was brute force I don't think I was actually playing the matchup well gotcha. um, but I, I think he's been playing the Diddy Kong matchup really well. Because at one point, he actually wasn't really comfortable in it. I, w- I won, like, the first few times we played when I started playing Diddy. Um, but, yeah, uh, the the way it ended, like, it's I'm not even mad at the ending. Like, it was more so just about the loss itself. Um, and I still got 3-0'd in set one, to be honest. Like, um, low-key, I should have pulled out the DK in set one just for fun, low-key. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you consider did you consider DK or Sephiroth at any point in time, or was it just like you're just? I haven't considered Sephiroth against him in a while because the one time I've ever done it, it was really fucking bad. Okay. And the last time I did it in friendlies, it was really bad too. And he had even more specific counterplay that I didn't even know existed. Wario can back air Octoslash to ledge. Like, he can come in right as Sephiroth is about to grab ledge when the hitboxes are gone, and he can just back air the ledge and you die. He's top 10. You can't like, tell me different. 
course you feel that way. Of course I feel that way. That character's been haunting me since the dawn of time. I gotta ask you something real quick, Tweet, because I noticed that you often talk about, like, me, Spargo, Gluto, and that, this is not the first time I've heard you talk about this, but you talk about, like, how we have a grasp on things, and, you know, like, we start to landslide people, which I don't disagree with. I know that about my play. I know that about their play. Do you ever think about that for yourself? Wait, can you ask that again? I'm not sure. The way, the, the way you talk about how me, Spargo, and Gluto, like, like once we get a grasp on things, we oh. landslide things, the type of players we are, like, do you f- think about that for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, because you're 100% I, in that field. I'd actually say you're probably the hardest player to get a grasp on, like, compared to any player. And I think, because Diddy Kong, I think, is good, but I think this is probably the worst. Not not counting Sephiroth, because he's not, like, your main. He's, like, your secondary. But Diddy Kong's probably the worst main you've had in, like, all of Ultimate. Like that, the meta, uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, this is probably the worst main you had. So I feel like... That probably plays a big part in why people beat you or why people like sometimes figure you out. But I feel like in those times where you're playing like top tiers, it's definitely like way more noticeable how hard it is to figure you out compared to every other player. Yeah, um, I've talked about this a bunch. I do think I might have like a bit of a strange, like unorthodox Mm -hmm. style and approach to some things. I also think sometimes that's a weakness in other parts of Smash. Like I, I've always thought I might be one of the weaker doubles players out of like the top echelon of smash players um i think i'm pretty hard to like understand and pair up with (laughs) uh but i do think um if i get a grasp on something it's pretty difficult sometimes um you know if if i understand someone even if they're like a top ranked player i could play someone for a couple hours and they might not be able to win any games if i just understand something um but but i i don't know sometimes it feels like i rely on that a little too heavily i might not be as much of a quick uh, adapter uh, i'm not sure i haven't really thought about everything but i do think it, it definitely applies um yeah it's just I, I think if i if in my head i'm convinced that this matchup is like really really good for me whether it's head like a player to player or like a character thing i feel like it, it gets really good um like uh I don't know. I, d- I definitely have some momentum going, but sometimes I actually, if I play someone a million times, I start to overthink things as well. And yeah. maybe I'm not, maybe I'm a bit of an overthinker compared to some of the other guys, because for example, when I, when I, since we play all the time, sometimes I go into a set really, really nervous. Cause I think, Oh, I can't do any of the stuff that I get away with for someone else. That's like a tricky gimmick. Yeah. Um, and whether that's true or not, like I, I just have that lack of confidence in my decision-making sometimes versus people like i play jackal like a million times and sometimes i'm just convinced i like can't do anything gimmicky or else i'll lose like type of stuff but um i think i think i'm definitely the type to have some momentum if i understand someone but i think maybe sometimes i prefer just playing someone for the first time because i just like unload my entire bag of tricks and like i'm just I'm just like, no way you'll ever beat me the first time. You're a piece <laughs> like, of shit. Like if I'm if I'm playing Diddy and you're playing me for the first time and I'm just like yeah. going to town on my controller, like there's like I'm gonna win. <laughs> uh, I've I've played because I play you a lot and I've played other Diddies after. I'm like, oh I'm good, I know the matchup. They don't do like half the things that you do, so I like line myself up to like specifically punish like the B reverse pop gun like stuff off platform and they just don't do anything. I just let them get away for free because you do so much different shit and like so inconsistently too. It's wild, man. 
It really is. It sounds like overall, though, your terror experience was uh, was a memorable one. And that's what I love to hear. Um, I'm glad you two went there and found some success. Uh, the other member of our podcast. Yeah, yeah just two players, the players, not the obviously <laughs> you and humming were a great commentary pair. Love the biases. That was really I, funny. As I actually do want to say good job because I did review that like some of my sets. So I was listening. Great job. Your energy was like very, very high. I think. It was accurate to match the crowd that way, you know what I mean? Nah. Yeah, it was almost impossible not to at one point. And it, uh, I told you this, I said this on Tweak Talks, but I seriously, that one clip of HBox where he pops off and passes out, I thought that was going to happen to me when you beat Spargo. Like, <laughs> if you go back and listen to that shit, I'm like running out. It, it, first off, it was like 110 fucking degrees in there. Like, I'm yelling at the top of my lungs and like, I'm also like really into the match, you know, so it's all there was a lot going going on there. Uh, so I thought I was going to do the old, you know, I want to ask Paris, did your controller feel weird because of the heat? Like at uh, one point, like, I thought I was holding a liquid like it felt that way. No, like my hands got super, like hard to like not in the mainstream. It happened to me actually early day mainstream. It did. It didn't happen to me during top eight. Um. Top eight, I was just too locked in to like overthink those types of things, if that makes sense. But uh, I was definitely overthinking stuff like that. Like my hands were getting sweaty because it was hot as shit. I don't know. Sometimes when venues are like, like hot as shit or like it smells bad, I feel like I look at that. And I'm like, this is terrible, but I try not. I feel like I'm like mentally fighting myself. I'm like, do I use this as an excuse if I lose? Don't use this as an excuse if you yeah. lose. Like I, I try not to do that, but it's so hard not to because like. It's just it's it's a valid it's a valid excuse, but like I try not to work. I'm like just don't lose, you know. There's there's no positive of you saying that. You know yeah, no, I mean? for there's sure. Nothing good, even if it's true, and even if you if you feel that way and it's true, it doesn't fucking matter. It crosses it the really mind does. though because you know you're nervous, you know. Um, I was gonna say that I did not listen to any of the commentary from your side has. I'm sorry about that, but I heard there was some bias on it, and all I thought to myself was there was enough bias in the crowd. I can't listen to the bias on the mic, bro. I'm a, I'm a punch a pigeon, bro. I can't do this anymore, <laughs> dude. I got <laughs> you know times bias. when you guys were playing. You know how many people asked me who I was rooting for? Did you? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No way. Yeah, no, literally, man. I'm not saying. So that's the last thing I want to personally ask. How did you guys feel? I mean, Tweak, you had a great time. You're their you're their kid, bro. How did you feel about the crowd has? <laughs> oh, I loved it, dude. Uh you must not listen to Tweak Talks. That's okay though. Uh, no, I actually do listen to Tweak Talks. I just didn't watch the last episode. <laughs> Ninety I, minutes. I, I, Give I, us a break. It is a long one. Yeah, it was a really good episode. I was very happy with how that it all worked out. Uh, and Gavin has never missed an episode. Have, Phil, have you made every episode of Lights Out? I've only missed one episode, and it was a Metify episode. It was a Metify episode. Uh, episode. Main still episode. though, yeah. one hundred twenty episodes. He hasn't missed one, bro. Like that is truly impressive. Like, but you said Tweak like hasn't a, like missed a, one. He hasn't missed a single That's one. That's Cap. Huh? I fucking filled in for him. Uh oh. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Gavin. Are you kidding me? Bro, you got filled in for, I, I for a bl- with a black man. It was our episode. I was like, the one who said it, bro. I didn't. I didn't remember. I don't worry. I did because my black ass was there. Okay, <laughs> going back. The anyway, crowd. Sorry. You yeah, I loved it, man. I think it was it was one of the main reasons I wanted to go there because I feel like they have the best crowds. I always say the second best crowds are Florida crowds. Shout out to Florida crowds. I think they're very fun. I played against them for many years and been around them for a long time. They're very, very fun. Yeah. But EU, golly, like they just, 
the energy, like the they like coordinate shit and like get ready with all these chants. Like the I was talking to uh who's I talking to about this? Uh Fabs. I was talking to Fabs about this because remember when Iken did well at Regen a few weeks ago? Like the the British guys came up with a thing because they're always like, you know, they're like rhyming and coming up with all these crazy things to chant. There's like I can, you can, we all can, like, because Iken was doing well. So, like, they had this, just a chant for Iken, like, oh that they God. came up with on the fly. Green They're so, bro. like, we we could never do that shit, you know what I'm saying? So, I think we have a lot to learn from the crowds. I think they're amazing. Yeah. I don't feel like the United States, like, or NA, period, is unified like that either. Like, if we were, I don't know, it was an NA crowd, same kind of top eight, no one's, like, specifically really getting cheered for, you know? Not like that, at least, so... I, and a part of that, I think, is that we've had so many big top eights and so many big tournaments. We have one like every weekend yep. where we're kind of desensitized to it a little bit. And I love that feeling being at Terra where it felt so fresh that everyone really cared about every hit and every stock and every scenario. Like, I don't know. I love that shit. I'm a, well, fucking, I'm a nerd like that. I don't no, know. no. Yeah. I love that I, stuff. I agree. And I think it was a couple components that really led into it. One, the matches were all compelling. It featured players yeah. that that fans generally care about. And two, I got to give a shout out. So whoever that guy, I, I, his name escapes me. Whoever was emceeing was fantastic. He Not was roast. great at guy. energizing that crowd. And I really appreciate that. And I think at one point they turned on the crowd mic. So like it went through the stream more seamlessly, which I appreciated because that guy was definitely doing his thing. I want to give a big shout out to him, man. They need to have him MC everything over there. Wait, not Rose. And and I casted with him. He was he was a good caster as nice. well. But I think better as an MC, but that's not really saying that's because his MC work was so good. Someone said Gluto versus Tweak and Tri-State wouldn't have the same crowd, and they're like surprised oh. that we're saying this. Nope. It has happened, and no. Been no, not even close. Saying I'm I'm just gonna say it. Maybe I should keep my opinion to myself because compared to you guys, I am a fucking hater. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should remember we're unfiltered, and you need to say what you're about to say. All right, I'm gonna start off by saying this crowd was good. It was a good crowd. I it was amazing. I yeah. think the crowd was pretty good. Holy, pretty good. holy disrespectful, bro. Holy, huh? bro, the, oh. bro. Holy, no, I don't give a fuck, bro. There's a difference between a. Okay, there's a difference between a big crowd and an amazing crowd. That was that was a big crowd. It was good sometimes, you know. I I thought the whole first, like ah oh, man, of course they're cheering for their people and I love that for them. I love that for them so much. But oh, I wanted to fight people when they started saying like uh thank you in French to people as they're losing. They, they meant it truly though. It's not a No, problem. I don't care, bro. We're competitors, bro. I don't well, give a fuck about They want to express truly, because I heard them, because I heard that they do Bro, you that. can, he- bro, hear that on your last stock. Yeah. Hear that on well, your last stock. That's funny. Yeah, if I hear that on my last stock, I'm, oh my God, bro. They didn't do it to Spargo until after he lost, though, and it's supposed to be a true sign of respect is what I heard, but I kind of like the way you took it. It's really fucking funny. Bro, like, I thanks, don't, yeah. Thanks I'm for coming, Jim. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't take it like a, oh, they got to stop that. But, bro, it made me want to go back and just shit on <laughs> all of them, bro. And the, you know what the best part was? And this is my favorite takeaway from this tournament. I lost a tweak and gluttony. I know I don't got to go back to fight those people. If I lost to someone I had to go back to fight, I would have been in shambles, but none of them are Rob good Lauer enough. Or some shit. None of them are good enough. I don't got to go back. You want to fight me? Though. You got to come to me okay. now, bro. Bro, I can't wait to be back and fight Gluttony in the States. I'm going to be like, you're not home anymore, you gym. <laughs> I can't wait for it, bro. I'm waiting for gym. the day. Oh yeah, so that's how God. I feel about that crowd. It is like, 
Is I Merci beaucoup. Enjoy your flight home. I think the crowd was amazing. We're basically, you're basically French. You're basically French. Le, le you're, your crowd. <laughs> Once I had the realization that they treat this shit like soccer, oh, yeah. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, it's really like, cool. Having the idea of like they care about Smash to the point where they're treating it like something as worldwide as soccer, like that made me feel like I was doing something that is important. That's true. Like I'm doing something Dude. that has meaning. Let's go check. And like the fact sh- that you look they at your were check so- and you're like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> then you look at your check and you're like, oh. maybe this isn't that important. <laughs> the, uh, wow, the one that got me is they were also they were a very engaged crowd and like <laughs> like smart. Like they cared about like small things. I think they were cheering for Ruffalo, and he like got out of the corner at one point, and they all like kind of started clapping and cheering. Like it wasn't like he hit a huge combo and like it pop off that or anything. It was like they understood parts of the game that really mattered that aren't necessarily super apparent to other crowds, sure. which I really appreciated. I thought that was really cool. Like, cool. 100% agree with you. I think my last <laughs> uh, thing, and shouts again to just Terra in general, like an amazing event. I don't often wake up to just watch a top eight for no reason. So they definitely did something right at that event. So uh, kudos to everybody involved there and all the players. Um, has anybody, though, heard any word from Cosmos? Because... I was checking, I, I double-checked that bracket for top eight, and I didn't see him there. So I'm just wondering, you I, know, I'm just wondering if, if that 500 is on its way. I mean, he hasn't said anything in the group chat. He's not taking my calls. <laughs> I'm just wondering where my guy is. Did he, I mean, I know he didn't get on the plane to come back, but has anyone heard him? I think because he's in EU still, he has to pay you 500 euro now, which is okay. a little bit better. So mm. I think that's I think that's how it works. He I saw him one time exactly. Wait, was there, there a bad day? What you don't know? Wow. Wait, Tweak, are you serious? So we so like for the last three months, I bet Cosmos like three or four events. I gave him a chance to top eight. If he made top eight, I give him 500. If he didn't, he owes me 500. Time's up. Tick tock. Eesh. Yeah. <laughs> I hate well, to say it, but Cosmos has truthfully become a gym. <laughs> I saw Cosmos once. I didn't see him the rest of the event. I saw him. It was his birthday. I was like, happy birthday. It was in the hotel bar. It was like, happy I'm birthday, on, man. I'm on this show, so I should say this. Let's hear Cosmos, we, we. don't listen to anyone. Inkling is super fucking good, bro. That's what Go Hello. tweak. We're strong, <laughs> Inkling is super fucking good. Tweak's over here saying Inkling's good. He wants Cosmos to keep maining him. Wait, uh, wait, are you tweet. telling on Chuck? Yeah, Chuck's right no, there. I'm out. If Charles, if Charles's face shows up in that fucking camera, bro. <laughs> if Charles shows up in that fucking camera, I'm out. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. You know why he picked up Inkling, Chuck? Again, right? Nasty. What up? What up? <laughs> oh no! Right there. He's spreading. He's spreading propaganda. Oh my god! What Look the at my hell? I talked with Inkling directly. All right. Inkling oh, yeah, themselves did. said to just don't do it. It's not worth it. He's not lying. All right, wait. Someone, not someone get Marcus in this. Inkling Hold on. I, <laughs> I just want to say, I was in pure, like, I was in heaven when Ultimate first came out. I was playing. I hadn't lost any matches yet. I was going whatever character I wanted. I was feeling good. And then when Cosmos played me with Inkling, bro, that shit brought me back to Earth. Gavin, that was fucking ten years ago. He's right though. I hate that character, bro. Oh, I do too. Tweak, you are my boy because I am the one who and like got top eight. 
I remember. Yes. I remember, remember when that. Cosmos was the best pirate Mithra in the world? That was that was like four years ago. It was like two. Closer than ten. Closer than ten. Bro, you can play both characters. I don't care. But Inkling is good. And I would never listen to this community. You want to know why? <laughs> this, isn't, okay. this isn't about you guys in the call. This okay. is about the general Smash Bros. We, yeah. we live in a world where people say Cloud isn't broken. Yeah, he's right. True. He's actually right Most about that. people, like the majority, say he's not that good. So why would I listen to anyone ever, period? Other than myself. The we only... live in a world where people say Fox is top three. Good point, Tweak. Listen, the only <laughs> thing I will say is Inkling was good enough to win me $500, so I don't care. Uh, that'll... <laughs> <laughs> That's Wait, we got Charles back. I'm adding Marcus to this call. Let's go. Bro, we I'm actually... Nobody knows this, but me and Phil actually concocted a plan. It was a... Uh, I convinced Cosmos to pick up Inkling, and then they make the bet. Yeah, I'll send you that too <laughs> when I get a chance. Damn, yeah. Can you imagine that, that shit, bro? Yeah. Uh, oh, um, last thing I do want to say about Terra. Uh, all jokes aside, I had a great time. It was a good event, good competition. Yep. It was yep. fun. You know I got to talk my shit. If there was anything I'd say to improve on, I really do wish there was open audio for like the game on the stage because I am someone who doesn't play with headphones in. I do like to listen to the crowd. I love I love it even when they cheer against me, you know, it gets me riled up. But I think playing the game with the audio, even listening like as a spectator when I'm not on top eight, watching it with the audio makes it a lot better. It makes everyone immersed in the game. I truly believe everyone in this world plays better when you get to hear your like inputs and all that shit. So I really do hope if I go to France again, like the experience I have, they have open audio for the top eight or anytime I'm on the at some point, like at the very end, it changed like in the last, I think mid set, I went from no audio to audio. I'm pretty sure. Zappa said something similar to when we were talking to him after about the, the audio. I don't, I don't really know what it was. Okay. I'm weird. I actually, it's not that I have a preference. The thing I don't like is having anything on my head. Me neither. Like, it's not about like sound or no sound. I don't like headphones. I don't like headphones either. That's why I use earbuds, actually. Yeah, I that's why like I use I use I was using Same. earbuds when I was doing the show when we first started. Um, but I don't even like I don't like having restricted movement of any kind. I don't know if I'm just an idiot, but like it makes me convinced that I can't like do things to the best of my ability. Um so like I, that's like AirPods are cool too, um, but yeah, I just like having nothing. Like, I'm trying to right get that. now. I'm using speakers. Like it's like yeah. I'm a boomer or something, bro. I'm just trying not to get that <laughs> headphone down, bro. <laughs> I think oh, I already what? got it. I think I got it already, bro. I don't know. <laughs> well, what the headphone down? I can see you balding right now, you Jim. I'm denting, mom. <laughs> I'm balding, Jim. I'm good. I'm You're good to go. I should talk about shit. Actually, you're looking yeah, good, no. guys. So you're looking good. Wait. You guys like bets too? I was thinking about this, Paris, because I was like, this podcast, they like bets, and I think it's good content. So we got to talk about Watch the Throne. I don't know if you have that lined up, Phil. I do I said, have it lined up, Has, and you are spectacular as always. Thank you, because I said, let's get in a call five minutes before and talk about what we're going to talk about. And Phil yep. said, we don't do that. And I said, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said, All why right, are you cool. stitching us out, you jib? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? We don't uh, do watch that. the throne December, early December, 8th through 10th. Guildhouse, San Jose uh, coming up. You got some of the biggest names in Smash Ultimate content right there. Lights out. Uh, Smash University. And of course, 
Creative Property Talks. Yep, yep, yep. And yeah, I'll be there, obviously. Gonna be a good time. It's at the Guild House. The big three will be there. The big three. three, The big three will be there. I'm I don't want to say who's LeBron, Wade, and Bosch, by the way. We don't need to get into that. (laughs) I'm LeBron. Come on. All right. Uh here we go. Yeah, so Watch the Throne's gonna be great. I was thinking, Paris, because you and I, I think like since quarantine have been like fluctuating and like doing like weight loss and like doing better or worse from time to time. We should have a friendly competition going into Watch the Throne for like uh, getting into shape because we want to watch the throne. We don't want to break it. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to sit on it. I like that. Wait, so yeah. what do you want to do? I'm, I don't know. I'm I was game. trying to think. Chat will come up with something. I did a weight loss competition with Mars a while ago and it worked out, but I feel like that's pretty unhealthy because we just went by like raw pounds and that's not good. But I was thinking like maybe like time to run a mile or something like that. I don't know. We can work on it, but chat, chat will give us some. Uh, I like that. Best mile time. I think that'd be really fun. Something I'd like, like that. I'll get on yeah. that. You're what? 5'10"? Uh, me? Yeah, you're like five ten, five nine. Thank you. Like, I'm five seven, the same, but the same height. Oh, all right, well. <laughs> you're single. Say five ten, Jim. He's down I'm there with Coney. Are you? Oh, yeah, I am single. I'm Short six king. feet. I'm Short six. King. There you go. I'm no, six you, twenty. You can't say six foot. You got to say just under. I'm all six right, twenty. Jeez. But yeah, no, I actually haven't ran. Like, I I don't know if you saw my tweet where I was like, I like, I'm happy with my weight loss, but like, I've gotten yeah. a little lazy about it in like the past month, okay. and I I really. I probably gained like three pounds. I probably went from like 185 to like 188. It's not like terrible, but like I, I do want to get back on it. So that, I mean, that could be something to push me. Yeah. I think that's, a, I think it's a good $1, idea. dollars. I think we all win. That's fine. Uh, oh, wait, you're rich. Reason. Never mind. He mentioned in the chat that the Watch the Throne merch is going to be made. Some of it's going to be made by her. So, yeah, I'm it's actually gonna be late. really, it's really, really good. That. We talked He's about plugging his girlfriend. He's in a relationship. Nerd. Nerd. Healthy one, too. No. These designs are really good. I'm really um, yes. eager to see what she's going to come up with. I she made art for Tara with Luminosity. Very good, B. We love you here. Your art is amazing. I want to know, though, if B could maybe draw like a cellar. You know what I mean? Like a prison. Okay? Because that might oh. be where our next topic is going to end up. All right? Now, Tweak, I know you don't drink or drive, so you can sit this one out. But our he friend... Doesn't. Bobby Big Balls. Oh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. We could talk he about him left. on t- Listen. <laughs> I personally like the chair more. Listen, we could talk about him on Twitch, but you ain't going to see him because he recently just got an indefinite ban from Twitch themselves for drinking Did you on know stream. this week? Did you know this? I, you can keep up with this. I, B did tell me that this is how. So is that what Twitch does? Do they just permanently ban? No, well, yeah, no, in, indefinite. So, yeah, if he was in, a, maybe if he was like in a bikini, they would have let it slide. But unfortunately, he was not. It was at some time at he, night, bottle of wine in hand, cracks it open, takes a sip, puts it down, and then proceeds to drive home. Now, realistically, you're probably thinking to yourself, "Well, hold on." He took a sip of twelve percent wine and then drove three minutes back to his house. That's not the end of the world. People drink at thought. the bar and stuff like that. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it is the end of the world, okay? And this is why. You have to have precedence, okay? You cannot allow that behavior. Now, I don't think it needed to be a perm ban. I think it could have been like, you know, a month or so or nah, two weeks or whatever. Disagree. I, I don't know if I don't know if necessarily a perm ban is the way to go, but drinking and driving under any circumstances is not the example you set. I don't care if you say you're a role model or not. You're somebody who's on Twitch with a following. You can't do head-ass shit like that, period. So you reap what you sow on that one. I like Bobby. I thought he was a very entertaining guy. But this was an example of just being a complete dumbass, okay? And that's just what it is, okay? what do you, I mean, really, 
What did you think was going to happen, bro? What did you think? It ain't like something you drink in liquid death and they're mistaking that for alcohol because the container comes in. No, it's legit. What yeah. that bottle with? Are that bottle was about big as this. It was about big as this. Come on, Bobby. What I thought you had a that, liquid death sponsor or something. Nah, nah, nah. That actually yeah. we actually have a Mike's hard lemonade sponsor. Put that no, put that shit down. Them gyms ain't paying us. The heck? Oh, <laughs> Has <man>. your thoughts? <laughs> My thoughts are, yeah, I used to I watched Bobby like uh what the heck? What do you got there? We all do are we all being unhealthy on stream? <laughs> are those Cubans? Never, anyway, uh, back to more important things to talk about, EEO, more pressing things. First up, I don't know if it was a perma ban. I'm not sure if that's true or not. He I said it. He indefinite. said it. He said perma. He wow. said it was indefinite. Isn't it, is it indefinite permanent? Uh, I think that means it could be reviewed, though. Permanent uh, to me means it could, you can never come back. Okay, okay. I think indefinite means maybe it could be reviewed at a certain point later. Yeah, I don't, no, I'm not sure. No, I'm I think you're sure. right. Yeah, it's basically, yeah. No, no timetable. Yeah, permanent means forever. Indefinite means no. Gotcha. Time. Yeah. Got it. Your chat new. Nice job, chat. And so the thing I'd say about it is people are like arguing semantic stuff. Obviously, Twitch, you can't like <laughs> walk the line softly on this. It's not possible. It's tr- it is an open container, which yep. is a misdemeanor, which yep. means they need to swing the hammer. It doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't yeah. matter if it was one swing or not. It's not the important thing. To me, too, it looks so normalized. Like he just did it. He did it while he was live on Twitch. Yeah. I'm like, that makes me, that leads me to believe. And this is an assumption. I don't know. But he got drunk a lot on his streams and got blackout drunk a lot on his streams. I watched him a bunch. I, I thought he was very entertaining, very good player. He did a lot of online tournaments for Melee late at night. Okay. So he's someone that I watched. And to me, he just like super normalized it. And that to me was a, a red flag. And I think it's a good time for a timeout. And hopefully the, the dude gets some help. So that's, and that was the weird thing too. Is they're like, should we ban him from Melee? And it's like, well, if he's banned from Twitch, he's kind of banned from Melee anyway, because you can't can't enter online brackets because you can't be on stream and you can't enter offline brackets either so it's kind of like that handled that and i I hope it was time out for him and i hope he does better and like like i don't know i don't know what the steps are maybe go to aa classes or some shit like that i don't really know i thought it was weird that there was more of an emphasis on like you know we gotta ban him from melee rather than like no this is an actual like legitimate problem i'm like what are these fucking nerds like just always revolving everything back to melee get a grip people and well not only that it's short-sighted because if he's banned from twitch he's gonna be banned from melee ba- basically anyway like you can't Think about that at tournaments like you, it's gonna happen anyway yeah it, the emphasis should be on helping this dude be before and like that's the other thing is like people need to respond harshly because their you know actions have consequences and if he if, if let's say like people are just like yeah it's cool like let's just let the slide and then it gets worse over time it's like damn aren't you gonna feel fucking bad like if yeah. it gets worse like he hurts himself or other people and that's as someone who i watched him a bunch like i really liked his content a whole lot um so this isn't coming from a place i hate but i hope the guy gets some help but yeah i think that's i think it's a pretty you know point blank case like it's cut and dry talk about here it's, in my opinion yeah that's yeah, a good way to put it cut and dry i, I agree with that. i thought so at least and the, i think the, a big thing that was probably a red flag for him too was a lot of people were like defending it and like like i under okay so i live in the real world i don't live on twitter so i understand why there are going to be guys who like they go to the bar they might have a couple and they still drive i don't i don't think that's a good idea but it's reality it happens okay so those are some of the people who are probably like on the defender side you know what i mean which okay it is what it is. That's how some people are. Can't really do anything about that. That doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. And I always encourage, I don't care if it's five minutes yeah. from your house, five miles from your house, just 
dude, just get a ride, take an Uber or walk. People said that shit, like, have a beer for lunch and then drive home. Like, yeah, that happens, but it's very different than having an open container. That's just a misdemeanor straight up. And Twitch can't let that – you can't let that fly. And to me, like, that's one thing. But again, like, how normal – like, how normal does it have to be for that to happen where you just do it while you're live on Twitch? Unless he was doing it as a bit. But even then, how does that not cross your mind to think that's way too far? I'll probably get banned for this shit. So to me, it was alarming on a couple different levels. Maybe not – well, it was alarming because, like, who does that? But I don't know. His a lot of his streams, he was not very sober for them, is what I would say as well. Yeah, so, at least Mango does it from the comfort of his home. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna, right. gonna do well, it's true. Well, it's true. <laughs> Gavin, your thoughts? <laughs> and what's Austin? He'll be like, yeah. So Sparko's a great competitor. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> good, um, save, Gav. good save, Gav. Good save, Sparko. Oh, yeah, I have that too. Wow, actually, have to figure all right. Out. I think- I think this is a wrap up. Uh, <laughs> what the heck? I th- listen. I think it is. Look a wrap at up. this. Look at this monkey. Hey, Excuse- Tweak. I go by EE. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> you and your Supergirl Kells bias. Take a hike. All right. <laughs> now, with that said, I think that's the perfect time to get the hell up out of here and co- <laughs> no, no, has no Tweak. Oh my god. <laughs> he took the monkey with him, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Will that make it on YouTube? I don't know, but I sure hope you guys make it on YouTube because this has easily been one of my favorite episodes—a truly uh... memorable episode twenty-five. We know we don't have nearly as much content in episodes as you guys has produced, but uh, I do want to say I appreciate you guys for kind of leading the way in the podcast field for Smash. And uh, giving us uh, just kind of some motivation to really create something and carve our own path, too. I know we joke around a lot with each other, but I got nothing but love and respect for you guys. Uh, and I know Light and Cosmos feel the same way. And I hope you guys know that. So Yeah, it it was great because I always, and I say this on Tweet Talks all the time, I always wanted there to be a great Smash podcast that happens weekly. And then I was on it. I was like, that's great. But I don't have one to fucking listen to, which is what I really wanted. So when you guys came along, it was three guys that I really like and happy to listen to every week. Very nice job, Appreciate man. I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Same so, love right back to you guys. Can, whatever we can do to help each other grow and, and continue to prosper and whatever. So real quick for all of us, um, does anybody want to say real quick what the next event they're going to go to is? I'm going to be going to Circuit of CFL. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be going yeah. to Circuit of CFL on September 23rd. Same. Uh, I might be going with you guys, actually. I, I was talking to Kiki today, so I'm trying to figure that out. But if not that, oh, watch. What? Everyone's going? You coming to That's why I told you to go. I'm, ch- I'm checking the date now. What the you fuck? love Kiki. No, you know why, you, know why you should go? Because this is a good event for America to like grind with each other, because the top mm-hmm. four in America will be there if you go. Who's going? Who's the top four? In my opinion, the, the top Buzz four. Zamba, the, Zamba. Yeah, the Buzz Zamba and us. Yeah. And the Buzz Keep has been doing. Pr- yeah, yeah, for the sure. The Buzz is goaded, bro. Yeah, the Buzz, the buzz is goaded. actually goaded. Yeah, I want so that I event think, to do well. I like that. Think about it, Gavin. Let's think about it, Gavin. Let's think about it. Because I was happy to have a break from events. But if it wasn't going to be Cirque, I was looking at that. I was also thinking about the big house. I haven't talked to anyone about that. I'd like to go. And if not, we'll go there. Riptide. Let me watch Riptide this this weekend and then decide what I'm doing. Yeah, bro. I would go to Big House. That's the thing about October. October has rewired Riptide, 
Miami and I mean not, not Riptide, Rewired. Uh, sorry, Miami Big House, and there's one other event that's happening uh, during that month, right? And I'm just trying to figure out which one everyone's going to, so I know where to go. For Wait, October. when is Kagaribi? The mm-hmm. chat saying, "I kind of want to try to do that." <laughs> Excellent. Well. Uh, I'll be going to Big House in Miami for sure. That is Wait, what I'll say. Tweak, if you go to Kagaribi, can you get the Airbnb for all of us so we can stay with you? Sure. <laughs> Clip it! Thanks, Clip it! Okay, if you're going whoa, to... Whoa, whoa, Wait, fuck? Tweak, if you are confirmed oh, going... Birthday. Yeah, that's why I'm not going. That's don't say, at. don't say, oh, what the heck? You read uh, that? Think internally? Oh, shit. Now, B, like, you're oh. supposed to be independent. You can spend it alone. We're going to Kagari's, man. No, don't listen to Phil, you bro. Should... Do not listen to him. It could be a great trip for you guys to go on together. <laughs> and if you go to a tournament, too, that's good. Wait, I know so you, you guys want to go to Japan. You're going to Big House. Yeah, why is she randomly not even invited yeah, exactly. anymore? <laughs> At least I invited Wait, her. What the heck is not only did Phil say, fuck that, he said, actually, you're not even going. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, so, Tweak, are you going to Big House? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, Definitely. I'm locking in for Big House then. I'll see you there. Dude, that's right, how Paris good. works. He's just like, oh, if, if Tweak's going. I need competition. That's all I worry about. Go to Circuit of CFL. Also, if you do plan on going, hit me up because there's something else you should know about. Stay yes, tuned. It's Wait, what? Special, it's a special mission we're going to go on, and we want you to come with us. Well, no, if you, about you, Big House? No, if you go to Circuit to CFL, oh, hit okay. me up because there's something important that you should know about yes. that's also going on. Yes. Does this mean I shouldn't go? You should. No, what? Oh my god. <laughs> Are you, you stupid? Should. You should yes. go, you Diddy Kong Jim. Yeah, yeah, for real. You uh, I don't know if I could call you that here. Hey, I think we're gonna call it an episode. <laughs> what the heck? Uh guys, thank you so much for watching. If you haven't subscribed already, we would appreciate it. it Help us get into the algorithm so we can keep producing good content like this. And of course, like and comment as well. Let us know what you really enjoyed about the episode. I once again want to say thank you to Has and Tweak of Tweak Talks for taking their time to be on episode 25 and making it as memorable as it has been. Of course, I'll have annotations and links to their content in the description as well. So that'll wrap us up. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Peace. Everyone.